0: Yeah, percent think a real the marketing yeah. automation discussion. <laughs> all right, all right everybody, thank you very much for listening in today. I am talking to will van der Sanden. He is the founder of DuckSoup, which has uh, is one of the biggest LinkedIn automation tools and I believe last time I checked it was about 60,000 users if that's correct.
1: Yeah, 60,000, 70,000 users fluctuating around there sort of number, yeah. yeah. I'm keen to chat
0: a little bit about uh, your views on LinkedIn strategy, how to leverage automation to really make LinkedIn a good channel for a B2B company or a B2B SaaS in particular. I guess the first question I had was, why LinkedIn in particular?
1: Yeah, well, that's a good question. So. First of all, thanks for having me. So basically, the uh, the reason you want to be on LinkedIn and it's a good place is well to for for be to be outreach is that really if you're looking at any sort of business network that is online, there is really nothing that compares to the sheer reach of LinkedIn. It is that simple. There are 830 million users on LinkedIn. Now they're not obviously not all uh, very all active users, but it's nearly for all professionals across the world is nearly uh the first thing they do when they get a job they'll update linkedin so it's just the the most yeah the most up-to-date and the 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 widest reaching network that you could you can find at the moment
0: yeah makes a lot of sense it's an interesting channel as well from from what i've seen it seems in some cases it's actually easier to connect with people via linkedin than it is by email i would guess when it comes to outreach is that something you found
1: yeah absolutely the the well, from, from my experience and also talking to our customers is the, uh, because LinkedIn is a, a business networking website. So people are just generally more receptive to being approached for business networking purposes, because that's really what the network is for. And with email, it's is obviously much more blurred in what email should be used for. And well, we all get so much on the, well <laughs> unwanted communication in email, in either business email or private email, that... Yeah, that it's to to really to stand out from the crowd using email is really really difficult, and also your audience is very likely just not even give you the uh, the chance to explain why they should be or really have looking at your products or services. While on LinkedIn, if you if you approach the right people who could have a genuine benefit from your products or services, they'll be happy to listen uh, because they know LinkedIn. Well, that's what LinkedIn is about. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So LinkedIn definitely has a benefit in uh, in just the success ratio in in this outreach. Uh, in my experience, um,
0: fantastic. When it comes to B two B and SaaS companies trying to leverage LinkedIn, is there a particular subgroup or segment of users who will find it much easier to do outbound via LinkedIn than others?
1: I think most well, there will be a difference. But I think for any business, there will be a chance of success. The way that I see this is that if your audience is on LinkedIn, which for all nearly all B2B businesses will be the case, then it's a good place to reach out to them, and they will be likely be receptive. They're obviously in more well IT savvy crowd or different uh, geographies, uh, people will be more or less inclined to really take the communication further on LinkedIn. So there is a cultural uh, element there and a technology element. But overall, I think you'll be hard-pressed to find a business that doesn't benefit or wouldn't benefit from LinkedIn outreach.
0: So it sounds like, apart from it being sort of a, uh, a B2B business, It's going to depend a little bit on the geography, culture, and also whether or not that particular type of prospect is IT active, if you will. Would that be fair? Absolutely. So when people get started with LinkedIn outreach, what would you say is some of the wrong ways that they go about Mm -hmm. it that that you've noticed tend not to work or you see happen a lot, but uh, is, is misguided?
1: There is, I think, a lot. Well, of the things that I see go wrong uh, is stems from a, uh, people being too enthusiastic when they start, mm-hmm. and as a result, their outreach outreach is to, is too scattered. So they will they will not really think of a process. They will not sort of prethink their approach. They will just start using the software to do a connection request or to send messages without really thinking about, yeah, thinking about a campaign, thinking about, well, what is my audience? And uh, so, yeah, so really a too-scattered approach that that ends up falling over. Also, people tend to be, well, they don't take the medium into account, so their communication can be too aggressive. LinkedIn is primarily uh, still a, a social network or even though it's a business social, it's still uh, it's still a social network, and you don't really, yeah, want to come across uh, too too salesy. So that's yeah, uh, you need to take it slowly on LinkedIn. Uh, it's not a it's not a matter of um, of a quick sale. So yeah, too aggressive, and oh yeah, just the lack of measurement. People not really taking thinking. Well, after I've done this campaign, what is the uh, what is the good outcome? How do I measure if the if the outcome is successful uh, or not? Uh, which makes it easier or difficult to to refine your uh, your process and to get better at what you do, and yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's definitely one thing that trips up quite a few people.
0: Interesting, that you mentioned being too aggressive there. What would you say to the people who have taken the view that you know, look, if I just blast out ten thousand connection requests, <laughs> you know, and a small fraction of those will do the the direct conversion or the direct response i don't have time for the relationship building what is your perspective on that particular take
1: well i, I think it is a um, an approach that is most likely not going to give you much in the way of of actual results well for one it's it's a dangerous approach in terms of what linkedin will uh, will think of your account when you create too much too much activity in your accounts, especially if you have never uh, really done any outreach on LinkedIn before, then you will most likely very quickly uh, get a, a temporary ban on your account. So that is one uh, a quick uh, way of failing there. But otherwise, other than that, when you don't connect to the right people, then you will just end up. Well, creating more noise than uh, than really sending out the messages to people that that could be interested. It's really important that because you have the ability to find the right people to, to uh, with all the search functions in LinkedIn and also the different lists. You can you can find them via people who are connected to other people, people who are from a particular school, people who have been who have joined certain groups. So it is really. Uh, well, all the tools are there in LinkedIn to uh, to really narrow down who you're targeting to go only those people that are relevant to growing your to your network in terms of growing, but also in terms of the product that you're selling or, or the service that you're uh, selling to be relevant to them. And yeah, by by not really using uh, using that, you just end up spending a lot of cycles on yeah, just creating noise. For, People who will not want to uh, <laughs> who will not want to do, uh, hear anything from you, but besides the the, the sort of the the uh, level level of activity being too aggressive, it's also the the tone of voice in the in the communication in LinkedIn. So in LinkedIn, you don't really start by saying well, as in you you, you need to build up the relation, and that sounds maybe a bit woolly, but it does mean that you need a few iterations and you need a bit of time before. Well, coming up with a, like a really a suggestion, like or try this or try this product, or I'm having a, I have a webinar, I try and, and join there. It could be it's, it's a good, uh, it's of interest. Uh, that is not the sort of communication you want to receive on LinkedIn, because that is it, people will just <laughs> they will just block you and uh, you won't have any uh, anything to uh, to tell them anymore. So, so yeah, it's both aggressive in. Uh, in the tone and in the messaging and in the sheer level of
0: activity on the flip side based on your experience and what you've seen working with your users what would you recommend then instead as a better approach and how would you actually leverage this or or try to automate the process
1: well the the first thing you do is really is to um and that's true for uh, for all marketing campaigns but really to to find the persona of your well, first of all, your audience is in your end users, right? The people that you're that who you think benefit from using your product. So you really need to find a profile of who they are, where they are, and what also what age, what gender, ideally, just so you have a better picture of uh, of the of your users. But also not just the users, you also need to think about decision makers that in your that are part of the of the process because uh, obviously. Well, for some products, the, the the actual end user is also the person who will make the decision on trying it, but very often it's not. And so, yeah, you need to, and then really grow your network in the direction of those those audiences. And you do that by just using the uh, the different either the different functions in uh, LinkedIn to find them, connect to them. And and first you start out by growing them, just grow your network, connect with the right people that uh, at some point. Will be interested ideally in using your product, and you did, once you connect. So on one part, you connect and grow your network, and then you also you need to reach out to those people regularly, but not with uh, sales pitches, but just with with relevant content. So, for example, if you see an article that's uh, interesting because of well, because of the that could be interesting to the persona, then uh, you might you can share that, or if there's an event that's coming up, uh, share share about that and just uh, make sure that you follow up with, then with the those prospects that respond because uh, very often even for the decision makers and the uh, the customers or potential users they might be interested but it's just not the right time so as in it might not be the right time for them to be looking at a product or they might just purchase something that fills that particular function or it's just not a good time because of whatever happening in the business so you need to be well, make sure you, you well, you, you nurture them and you, be, you just th- uh, reach out to them every month or every couple of months with an update. And and then at some point, yeah, you will hit the right timing as well. And then they, they will contact you. And then from there, it's really, a, uh, you need to make sure you hand over to um, to your business uh, developers for them to really, well, have the human-to-human interaction. So have a call, have a, a webinar, a, uh, well, just maybe just a, an actual face-to-face meeting, right? So we're post-Corona now, so we can do that as well. So yeah, that's really the uh, the, the way that I've seen su- succeeded quite a lot.
0: When it comes to targeting your persona, do you find any strategies around? I guess you could say traditional networking ideas around uh, find super connectors or you know try to connect with people one step ahead of you. You know, do do any of these ideas come into play here, or is it pretty much just try to connect directly with your target user who will use your product or service?
1: It depends. There, I think a lot on yeah the culture of your audience. Uh, but as in the US, you're probably more likely to succeed with a more slightly more direct approach than uh, in other places. I think. But the best or the most successful approach is really just to. Take it one one degree in connection at a time. So, as in, you sort of grow your networks to the people that you want to connect to. You don't just reach out to people that you're, you don't have any connection with. But ideally, it will be a you have a shared connection. Well, then people will be less more likely to accept a connection request and yeah, just to take you in, into their network. But it's yeah, for for example, for influencers, if you're looking for a. a is in uh, from a marketing marketing influencers You probably want to go for a more direct approach because they will be more, well, more likely to understand what sort of business you're in and and how they could help you. There's a mutual benefit there. But for your your a real target audience, or your your uh, your customers, just okay. to grow towards them. And now, well, there are common tactics as well. that are more. Uh, it's really just well because. People hop around, right? So you, you, once you build a bit of a network, you know, and and you see someone has changed jobs, then you can use that as a way of getting to more other people in a different company who might be uh, interested. And obviously, also via the competition, it's once you connect. Well, I mean, to sales or marketing people from other businesses, that is also a way to connect to a a possible uh, audience. So, so yeah, it it does it does help if you're especially if you're looking for for the growing of your network towards your potential uh, customers to ideally come as close before really making the jump as you're making a making a a third second and then a first degree in your network.
0: Yeah, interesting. I haven't heard that much about sort of pursuing second degree connections first before moving on mm-hmm. to you know third degree connections and avoiding. I guess, fourth degree connections and above. How do you know when the, the relationships or the connections you've built with these second degree people who become first degree is strong enough in order to, for you to then target new second degree connections that come out of that relationship?
1: So basically once someone accepts a connection request, because really the, well the, that phase of the, of the growing a network is really about connecting to the right people, uh, as in making sending connection requests and, yeah, and then obviously getting them accepted. But yeah, well, once they accept, obviously their first degree connections become become your second degree connections. and there is no in my experience any sort of real sort of reason why would then not continue growing uh, your network from there. You actually find that if if you grow like this in, in your particular uh, business or in, in your particular vertical, it's, well, not after maybe a year or maybe two years. It depends how quickly you grow. You, you will probably be a second-degree connection to to your entire audience that you could be growing towards. Because the the way that well, just the way that people network is they they tend to connect to uh, people. Well, for one, in the same business, so in the same company, and yeah, quite quickly you'll find that if then let's say you start a campaign in a year or two, another uh, reach out uh, outreach campaign on LinkedIn maybe for a slightly different, the different geography. And uh, then when you start using the filters and finding uh, finding a particular uh, list that you want to target, that, yeah, very quickly, you can just use uh, only second-degree connections to uh, to start the process. That's
0: mm-hmm. a very interesting point. I didn't realize it would be that quick. How many contacts would you suggest? I understand that every industry would be different, but is there any yeah. kind of milestone that people should aim to build you know that for example a lot of people talk mm-hmm. about get the 500 just so that you have the kudos on your profile yeah, 500 yeah, yeah. plus connections um, yeah. is there any number that people ought to keep in
1: mind well uh, from the well the obviously the, the 500 is not enough for uh, really being connected second degree to uh, I, but i would say between two and three thousand connections i'd say anything yeah, at that level, and, and as you said already, it, 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 a lot depends also on your industry and uh, many other factors. But yeah, once you have about two, three thousand first first degree connections that are uh, are relevant, right? Then you'll find that you're probably second degree to yeah to nearly all all of your uh, possible audience. And for the messaging
0: and the development of the the relationship part, aside from just trying to keep in touch, did you notice any particular type of communications that you should definitely be doing? So, for example, birthdays is a bit of a joke sometimes on LinkedIn. Uh, someone says as soon as you have a birthday, you get hundreds of automated messages. Is yeah. is there a particular type that you recommend
1: people looking at? I think you do want to stay on topic. Well, on topic from the perspective of the product. As in, in the problem space that you're working in, and it, it well ideally it will have some sort of some sort of news value to your audience, right? Because not everyone, obviously, when you're in the business of a particular software product that you're trying to uh, market to to people, then you will know all the ins and outs and all the events, all the things that are happening in that in that little bubble. But your audience is not aware of all this, right? They they don't really follow the news that you're following in the same way. So if you bring them a, something that happens in your bubble that is that, that you think oh, well that, that could be of interest yeah people will, will appreciate that and they will, they'll probably thank you for uh, for sharing as well
0: great so we've talked about building your network when to start expanding your network the approximate size to aim for and some ideas around what to communicate with your audience there how would you go about scaling this process using different types of automation tools
1: the scaling in LinkedIn will generally, well, be linear to the amount of profiles that you use on LinkedIn. Uh, now, I don't recommend creating fake profiles or anything, far from it. But the reality is that you do need, when you scale up your, your you do need more profiles because of the way that LinkedIn will restrict your, uh, your the level of activity. So you will need to, well, just well, ideally you or well, within your business have the, the uh the business development uh, people or the uh, the, uh, the sales development reps to build up their profiles and to use those profiles for the outreach. But that is one uh, one fact. They yeah. So and once you have the uh, the, the profiles, then you need to uh, yeah just uh, divvy up the work so uh, not everyone will be running on all campaigns all the time. So uh, you need some sort of coordination really sits before that to make sure that the actual automation element that you uh, run on the different profiles to um, uh, to do the outreach, to, to do the network growth, that that part is done in the context of a, of a more sort of a concerted effort that is where people are, are then able, uh, aware of which campaign they're working in and uh, which messaging is relevant to that audience that is part of that campaign. But it does require coordination. It, it doesn't if you scale up uh, without any coordination, then your reps will be basically just repeating work and they will just be annoying your uh, your audience. And also on the receiving, on the other end, you will be not be able to really track the, the level of success that you're getting from the outreach. But once you do have the right the right sort of level of process control there, then like I said, it's, you need all, all the different profiles to do, well, to run the automations, to run the um, the outreach regularly, and make sure that the uh, that the reps keep still keep an eye on the on the responses from your audience, and then follow up. Make sure you do follow up with the uh, yeah the prospects that respond. You'll find that the the LinkedIn message box is completely useless uh, when you really scale your uh, your messaging. Even in Sales Navigator, that is completely not uh, not fit for purpose for real outreach. So from that, you, you really need your software to uh, support you in uh, in alerting you of the of the response that you receive, so you can manage that that flow and make sure that you qualify people in and out in a timely matter and follow up with the ones that are uh, interested, uh, especially. Just to clarify, when you when you mention
0: having the right number of profiles or a suitable number of profiles, that. So that you can be as active as you would like to be, given the limitations of LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. you mentioned dividing up the work. Dividing up the work here, you mean as how many contacts each profile will intend to target over a certain period of time? Is is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, it's the uh, well. You could well also the, the different campaigns will have different audiences. Obviously, initially you probably only have one campaign, which is grow your network. But most likely, very soon after, you'll be thinking about there will be one campaign that is just like a regular outreach with uh, interesting news to the de- for the decision makers then there will be a campaign that you run more towards the end users and there might also be in different geographies to make it more topical for their for their environment so it's really and those different campaigns you should really then uh, target well as in uh, uh, your different reps should really be part of different campaigns in that way so don't just have all campaigns run through all the reps, but just uh, yeah, have them sort of do different, different work streams, if you want to call it that, as part of the outreach.
0: Not to put you on the spot, but I'm curious to know, mm-hmm. if we were to apply this strategy and process that you've described to, say, a, a IT SaaS product targeting mid-size firms in the United States, and they have a sizable sales team, and they had brought you in specifically saying, let's automate this process, what would be the first, second, and third thing that you would do to get in place?
1: The first thing to do is, is um, that I would be interested in, is find, to find the influencers uh, that are active in that space, especially on LinkedIn. Yeah, they still have quite a bit, well, people listen to what they say, let me put it that way. And so you should really try and, and be in touch with them regularly as well. And that's just one sort of one segment. And the, well, the next thing to do is really uh, to see if you if you're able to really find your audience on LinkedIn, right? So if you find your uh, your users and just just create lists or keywords and find a way to yeah to to to, to your audience. Uh, yeah, as I said before, the the different different products, different uh, audiences, uh, they will have different ways of of of, of, uh, of finding them in LinkedIn. But they're, they're, I'm sure they're all there. And the uh, make sure you separate the uh, well, the people who are actually controlling the money in the, in your uh, client base from the ones who are using the product, because they will need different messaging. They will also probably need different SDRs. Very often, what we see is that the uh, for the uh, well, let's say the regular SDRs tend to target the more more the, the end users of your product to, so that they see the benefit. And the depending on the size of the business, yeah, either the VPs or the uh, the C the you know, CEOs uh, even. You want to use those to target, as in the profiles on LinkedIn, to target the decision makers and the influencers. So you so also, yeah, make sure that you have a, have a list of all the different profiles that you can use for this outreach because you will need to uh, segment them like that as well. And then the first, yeah, once you've got the basics right there, then uh, just start growing, start building the network. And even that, uh, from what, what I've seen there, is uh, even just doing, as when you're just starting out, just doing automated visits, something as simple as that of of a relevant audience not of a random audience right it's very important that your audience is relevant otherwise you might be connecting to the competitor which is not what you want that will with the right profile uh, configuration I should mention that as well actually so before you uh, start reaching out to different people uh, make sure that the profile that you're using for the outreach being it a sdr profile or a vp profile that it's uh, it's been set in, so that people that that you visit they will immediately see uh why it's relevant to them right uh if you're uh if you got some woolly text in your uh, title well get rid of that because uh, the people will only see like a part of your uh, of your title of your heading uh, so that it should be clear from that t- uh, to that audience in how you are able or how how you are relevant to them and, and what, what it would mean for for uh, for their business. But what, yeah, once you've done uh, tidy that up, and obviously also the photo, it's important to have a good photo. Uh, n- n- nothing funny that the people uh, in business don't appreciate funny <laughs> funny or family pictures. And uh, then from from there, yeah, do uh, the outreach. Uh, yeah, just taking a step back there. The uh, even just starting uh, starting off with uh, auto visiting just for the purpose of growing your network uh, in, in the right area. Uh, that can be quite successful. People will actually just connect with you instead of the other way around. And then once you once you're comfortable with that, part, then uh, then you can start really um, uh, yeah defining the campaigns, defining the messaging that it, uh, is goes with the campaign, and uh, sending up the automations to uh, to run it.
0: When it comes to measuring the success of a of a LinkedIn outreach campaign, what would you say are the key metrics to look out for?
1: The answer really—it it depends on your campaign. So let's say if your your campaign is around uh, setting up demo calls with audience, then the number of uh, people who have uh, scheduled a call will obviously be a uh, be a metric. I mean, it really is that sort of straightforward. If the if the if your campaign is really all about connecting with influencers, then it's it, it's just about the number of new connections in that particular segment you've managed to uh, to add. If it's about finding or getting people to attend a conference, then it's you need to track that in a way that uh, that see which attendant has managed to find its way to your conference from LinkedIn. So, so it's really about the so. Well, the campaign will have a particular particular driver, right? So your campaign, you're running uh, even without the LinkedIn uh, element. You're running a campaign because you're trying to achieve some, something. You're trying to find someone and. You're doing that to to either well, like I said, to have to have more calls, to have more this, more installations of your software, right? So it's uh, and uh, because the campaigns in in LinkedIn, you can make them so targeted, and you can you can sort of really tell the the moment where the automation stops and the manual handover starts. Uh, that from the, at that point you can really then measure if well uh, how many how many prospects have made it to that part of the uh, of the funnel from the start and uh and are they really well are they um showing the the interest in what you've been trying to promote I you know that's a very general sort of marketing story there but it's really, I guess, the top and the tail of the LinkedIn outreach is, is general marketing. It's just the, the inside part is you, you fill it with automation to get as many people to this uh, funnel as possible. It could be of interest.
0: I had noticed that, uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be any metrics that I've seen on LinkedIn around, for example, invitation acceptance rate, or visits to connection request or anything like this. But is that something that based on what you've said, it's, it's not that big of a consideration provided you've done your targeting correctly.
1: No, absolutely not. I don't think it's a massive consideration. Well, obviously, the it, it's more about the, to take the connection acceptance rate, right? As an example, if your campaign is about growing a network, then then that is, that is a key metric of that particular campaign. But most campaigns will not be about growing a network. I would say even most campaigns are probably... Once you build your network, you probably be reaching out to existing connections uh, mostly anyway, and yeah, then obviously the the connection element is uh, is you've passed that stage. But yeah, but the connection acceptance, the, sorry, the connection acceptance event is really just part of uh, of a much uh, part of your campaign, and it, and is either a necessity or it's already happened. So you so know, I, I wouldn't stare myself blind on on the acceptance rate. You really need to look at the real world outcomes of your campaign to measure success. Second last question, just before we go, are there any trends
0: that you're noticing in the LinkedIn space? For example, I've noticed that it seems as though the mass invite feature on, on LinkedIn mm. events seems to be quite popular right now. But from your perspective, are you, are you notice any large changes here and just around the corner?
1: The changes that I've seen is is mostly uh, well, as you see, as you pointed out, the uh, different functionality that uh, LinkedIn is adding to the, to their platform, right? And, and the uh, the events is a is a, is a clearly something that they've been promoting. But from when you well in 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 my uh, in my experience, when you compare compare that with just a basic outreach mechanism and that we just that we just uh, talked about. I think it is much uh, a lot smaller segment than anything else. I think the the most or the biggest change really that we saw in the last year is the restrictions in LinkedIn around a growing your network, which has forced people to think more about uh, about who they're inviting uh, and who they're not. But I think the because the essence of this is really the essence of business networking. Uh, I, I don't see anything any changes there. Uh, to be honest, no. Excellent.
0: So where can people go to learn more about yourself and DuckSoup?
1: Well, we have a, a website, ducksoup.com, uh, that's with an X, D-U-X hyphen S-O-U-P dot com. Uh, but if you just type anything that resembles that in Google, uh, it will uh, it will find it for you as well. Uh, we've been around for quite a while. so But yeah, we have a lot of uh, content on our website around. But uh, well, we have blogs sort of focusing on different areas of lead generation, uh, on LinkedIn uh, in conjunction with uh, with DuckSoup we also have recorded webinars we run a webinar every two weeks a live webinar where you can ask questions and uh, yeah uh, just find out interesting things about uh, DuckSoup and LinkedIn lead generation and we have a uh, an excellent support team if you have any questions as well on our website there's a little uh Help icon on the website. If you click on that, you probably find someone behind the chat or otherwise behind the email. Um, so if you do have any questions about Talksoft, you should definitely go there. But the best way to uh, to see what yeah what it's all about is just to uh, to install the, the the product and use the uh, the two week free trial to uh, to try out your own uh, outreach on LinkedIn, and then uh, yeah experience it uh, for yourself. Excellent.
0: I'll make sure to put links to everything in the show notes. Otherwise, Will, thank you so much. Thanks for uh, having
1: me back.